when you display empathy in that regard, you are now giving the responsibility to that individual with positive intent. And when you create a tone of positive intent, everything changes. Welcome to The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, where we interview finance and procurement experts from leading companies on negotiation, innovation, and more in a quick, digestible way. What role does empathy play in SaaS negotiations? I think empathy plays a role in anything in life, and anything in life uh, then leads to SaaS negotiations. And I'll give the best example. When you were a kid and you're 10 years old and you get in trouble from your mom or your dad, are you as a child going to listen to your mom and dad consistently if they yell at you or if they tell you this is how I want things in life? Or are you going to rebel? Or are you not going to listen? Are you going to find an alternative option that the mom or dad doesn't like? Versus if a mom or dad sits down with you and explains that you care about their future, you care about their outcome, that you want to guide them towards a good decision, and how do you can course correct yourself, the child will actually listen better in the long run. That's empathy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's attention to care for the betterment of people. And I think in the world of negotiation, there's a certain dance between how assertive you need to be, but how direct you you can be, and you should always be direct, but having the empathy hat. Saying that, like, I'm not here to, if I'm the buyer, I'm not here to to steal all your commission and squeeze you dry and have you go to your boss and say that you didn't hit your quota. It's like, no, I'm here because I want my organization to be successful but I need it in such a way that is in line to the expectations of my outcome. And I need your support to get me there. And you're going to help me get there to the best of your ability as a sales leader. When you display empathy in that regard, you are now giving the responsibility to that individual with positive intent. And when you create a tone of positive intent, everything changes. It's like anything in life. It's like if you're going on a date, if you're being a parent, or if you're in school, if you go in with feedback or what you want with aggressive intent, things can crumble or things will not, you can get it, but it won't be the ideal state of what you wanted it to be. Empathy psychologically helps both parties. It's also healthier for you in the long run. The truth is we can we can all do December 31st, January 31st negotiations until 11.59 p.m. and get that thing signed. Mm-hmm. We can get the greatest deal of the century. How sustainable is that for you? How sustainable is that for an organization? How sustainable is that for, for a relationship? And these are the things that I really try to ask and I tell folks that, you know, when you negotiate as a professional leader, it's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a lifetime commitment that you're doing this mm-hmm. and you have to be positive and you have to be a good person to be doing this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So in your own negotiations, so day to day, how do you experience empathy? And I guess, how are you portraying it in your role as a procurement leader? Or if, you know, your team comes to you 
saying we need this new tool? How are you going into those conversations? Yeah, so whenever my team or stakeholders come to me and they say that they're looking to do something, I always welcome the conversation by first saying that this is exciting. Tell me how this is going to make your job so much better and how is it going to make Reddit and its long-term goals be achieved? Like what is what is Reddit going to get as with our annual goals with this program? Once they highlight that and I say that this is fantastic, do we have a budget approved? Cool. Actually, we don't have a budget approved, Omar, but this is why we're here and we could use your help to, to get it into our budget. And I was like, great, let's have this conversation. Looks like finance is on board, but only maybe at a budget of 60% versus this 100% quote. And once you kind of go in with that, you go talk to a salesperson there, say like, look, my quote is $100. You're asking for 60. It's not going to happen. Let's change it now. So first of all, say, first of all, I would like to thank you for coming back on this call, knowing that we were asking for $60. I want to recognize that this is a, this is a tough ask. We're so excited about building our company. You know, this is such an incredible time for us, and we're looking to do something really interesting. We're doing this evaluation. Obviously, we're speaking to more people like yourself to get to a budget that makes sense for us. With that being said, we actually like your product. We think that this is something, and we would love your support to the best of your ability to get us there. And you always should consider what does your brand offer. Reddit is such an incredible brand. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for this organization to have a Reddit brand as a customer? If you're even uh, not a Reddit, let's just say that you're um, Omar and Lena's pie shop. You still display like, what does this deal and relationship mean to you? And say like, look, there's no hard feelings. I, at the end of the day, am very appreciative of your offer. It's just something that I simply cannot do. There's no way that my budget, my daily financials would ever allow me to make a decision like this. I will figure this journey out. And I would like to say thank you for you trying. The moment that like that twinge of like, crap, I failed, will hit them and say like, no, no, I want to do the best I can with positive intent to get them there. And if they can, they can't. If they can't you have other options. And so that's the whole thing about these negotiation efforts. It's like, it's knowing how much you can play with. And let's just say if it's in the, if it's a, if it's a monopoly provider, there are still ways to do it. It's like, look, like, you know, I may not be ready to sign today, but let me know. Otherwise, if things change, I can bet you nine times out of 10, it's like anything in life. You're on, you're now on a guaranteed wait list. That's the beauty of all this entire situation. When this person is going to try to hit their quota and you have patience on your, uh, as, a, as a leverage and they're trying to hit a certain quota or they're trying to hit a, a company's target or like they're trying to get that last sale, you're first on that wait list now. Mm-hmm. But these things are going to help you. The moment you display positive intent, the moment you, sh- you are transparent about your outcomes, they're no longer going to put you as priority number seven or priority number eight. They're going to put you as the first two priority because they know that this is a good person that I can get a deal done quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. And have an honest conversation from the start. Yep. Mm-hmm. And do you notice like when you do a 
approach those conversations in this way, the deal does close quicker? Yeah, I, you know, this is something that I've been really adopting uh, for almost two to two and a half years. And I wish, I wish the universities would actually teach us this instead. I realized that you get it done way quicker and it's just, it's easier. It's easier from a, from, from a stress perspective. Because if you can display like, hey, I, I, I'm trying my best, but I just can't get this deal done. There's less hard feelings at the end of the day. It's like, look, we tried. I'm not, I'm not here to like lie to you or anything like that. It's, it's just, we're just being real, you know? Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.